Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan insider is standing by in the Meyer guest line. So you just heard a fan saying that Michigan will dominate the line of scrimmage and win big. You feeling that way, Chris? Uh, you know what? No, I think they're going to win. I think they'll win by a couple scores and pull away late. I think they're definitely going to punt. Penn State's got a good defense. And, um, and then, you know, if Michigan gets the 30 points, that's going to be enough to win, I believe. So, but it's crazy. We're sitting here at basketball practice. Now it's that time of year where at Michigan basketball practice, it's that time of year when the two sports overlap and listening to Juwan Howard talk about how excited he was for tomorrow. One of the biggest Michigan fans, football fans you'll find, and it has rubbed off on his kids. So great time of year, Bill. Uh, we'll get your thoughts on Michigan basketball in a moment, but what are your keys to a Michigan win tomorrow? Yeah, they got to stop the run. Nick Singleton has uh, added something to that, that team as a running back that they haven't had the last few times they've played Michigan. We saw Michigan sack them seven times last year, Sean Clifford, and absolutely pin their ears back because they couldn't run the ball. And Clifford was running for his life, and I think he had 61 gross yards, 16 total yards because of all the sacks. But he's capable of getting out there, too. So got to keep him in the pocket. Got to make sure that the rush lanes are are shored up when you rush the passer. So uh, that's going to be one of the keys. And they've got to run the ball themselves. You know, whoever runs the ball best in these games generally wins. And uh, you can't put everything on J.J. McCarthy just yet, especially against a defense like this. They've got some... NFL talent there. Joey Porter, I think, is a guy that's going to be first or second round pick as a corner for Penn State. and uh, So they're going to have to be balanced, but they're going to have to run the ball. I think Blake Corham's going to have a solid day. I think this offensive line's going to take this one personally, Bill. Take it personally. Uh, when I said 28-17, I'm, I'm feeling that 10-point mm-hmm. range. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, you know what, I think that's what it feels like. These are games that Jim Harbaugh wins at Michigan, and uh, James Franklin doesn't have a stellar record going on the road against ranked teams. Uh, He doesn't beat them flat out. So they were very fortunate to beat Purdue at Purdue earlier in the year, and we saw Purdue move the ball all over them on them. But, of course, that was the first game, and teams improved, but still – I think this is uh, certainly there's certainly an opportunity for Michigan to put some points up on the board, and especially if they can run the ball. I, I firmly believe that Blake Corum will, will uh, break the 100 yard mark, and when that happens, I think Jim Harbaugh is 40 and one when he has a 100 yard rusher or something like that, or when his teams have 100 yards rushing. So uh, we'll see what happens on Saturday, but you, you feel pretty good about it, especially the way they move the ball on Iowa and Iowa City. Nobody else has run on them. Michigan really dominated the line of scrimmage in that game. Speaking of Corum, uh, if he has a monster game against number 10 Penn State, does he go into the Heisman Trophy mix conversation? I think he does. I think his name comes up, and you'd have to have some more huge games for that to happen. You know, you got to consider he's played half of games, really, against the, the lousy teams on the schedule earlier in the year, and there have been a lot of them, let's be honest. This is really the, the first test both, both for Michigan and for, for Penn State. Penn State went down to Auburn. That's a bad Auburn team this year, but give him credit for winning down there in SEC territory. But I think if he does, and uh, then I think he's in the conversation if he has a couple more, uh, maybe against Michigan State, which is probably going to be a night game, Bill, from everything we've heard. In fact, we're almost positive of that, so make your plans now. And uh, and in some of the bigger games, there aren't very many, but if, they, if he can do it against the Illinois and, and then maybe against Ohio State, then he's certainly going to have a chance. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about Penn State at Michigan tomorrow at the Big House. Uh, health of the Michigan football team on that roster going into tomorrow. Yeah, I think Roman Wilson will play. Cade McNamara is close to getting back. If he doesn't come back for this game as a backup quarterback, I think you'll see him 
for the Michigan State game. So that'll help. Trente Jones will be out with a high ankle sprain, we believe. Nakai Hill-Green's still out. So uh, they're going to be missing some guys. But these are guys they've been playing without for much of the year, except for Jones. So Carson Barnhart out of Pawpaw is going to have to step up. He was a little slow out of his sets last week, but he hadn't played a whole lot. We expect a better showing from him this week. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com, also his co-host Doug Skeen, who just joined us about an hour ago. They talk Michigan football every week on the Michigan Football Podcast, all the info at the Wolverine.com. What's your prediction for the game? Did you guys put that out on the website yet? We did. Yeah, I was right with you. I think I had 27-18. I don't know how I got the 18. Somebody asked me, and I'm like, what, four safeties and a, and a touchdown and a field goal? I don't know. You know, sometimes you get those weird scores. and uh, <laughs> But I, about a 10-point win, let's put it that way. I think Michigan pulls away in the fourth quarter and, and wins rather comfortably. Chris, uh, basketball, I hear hoops in the background. Uh, what's the early vibe from Juwan Howard on this year's Michigan basketball team? Great chemistry. You can tell these kids love each other. I thought it was interesting. Hunter Dickinson said at Big Ten Media Day on Wednesday, he said, we have better pieces that fit together. He said, we, we had maybe better raw talent last year. And he said, don't don't be mistaken. We have talent on this team. But he said, we have better pieces that fit together. You can tell this is a really tight-knit group. So they're going to have to have some guys step up as shooters. As I'm watching, Doug, Doug McDaniel, who they love as a freshman point guard, hits a, hits a three in, in practice. And uh, – and he followed up by Jalen Llewell on Princeton transfer, who they love as a point guard. So those two guys can play together. Uh, they think this is going to be a better shooting team, and you can tell uh, there's a lot of confidence in this group. Picked up, finished third in the Big Ten, but they kind of view that as a slap, having one of the best players in the Big Ten in the nation in Hunter Dickinson here. So should be a fun team to watch. Who's the best player on this year's Michigan basketball team not named Hunter Dickinson? Hmm. That's a great question because you're replacing four guys. I think Jet Howard is going to become that guy. As Hunter Dickinson said, he is uh, he's going to be an NBA player. So uh, I think Terrence Williams is the guy that's going to be the most improved. I think you're going to see him play a lot at the four. They're going to need him to shoot the ball better. Uh, and then Jalen Llewellyn, I think, at point guard, is probably going to be their number two scorer. They're going to ask a lot of him. Uh, he can really do a lot of things, but shot 38% from three, 39% from three. They're going to need him to do that from the point guard position this year. Chris, appreciate the update. Enjoy that Penn State game tomorrow at the Big House. We'll talk Monday and look back at it. Sounds good, buddy. Thank you.